Hi, hon. Hey. Are you uh, going out tonight? Yeah, I'm going to a club. Oh. Will there be boys there? No, Mom. It's a nun club. Well, just be careful. I will. And that is an awkward stage in life. Moms letting go and trying to trust their kids and not knowing whether they're suckers. The kids say they're going to a club, but what type of a club? Or what are they really doing? Are they doing anything? Are they taking drugs? Are they drinking too much? Are they being too promiscuous and uh, getting themselves in trouble? And moms need to be able to assess the situation and kids need, teenagers need to be able to give their parents some sort of reassurance unless they are, <laughs> unless they are uh, doing things that are underhanded and of course they, then they wouldn't choose to give their parents reassurance. But if they're not, don't play mind games with your parents. Uh, that's from Buffy. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. Your happiness is what you want to achieve. You want to move towards that. And when you do that, even in the process of doing that, you reap the rewards. And how do you do that? You can't just chase down something called happiness. You, ha you want to know, you have to know how to go about doing it, how to define your own values and how to pursue them in a way that's reasonable. You don't set unrealistic standards. And then you achieve your goals. In romance, you have better communication. In hobbies, you have a hobby that you enjoy, not one that you think you should do. Uh, in at work, you're pursuing a career or you're bringing in some money, doing something that's productive and that you hopefully enjoy. And with fa friends and family, how do you enrich those relationships, the ones that are possible to enrich? Uh, and right now, I want to turn to the phones. I'm a clinical psychologist. And welcome, Don, to the show. Don, you're having relationship problems with your girlfriend? Uh, ex-girlfriend. Your ex-girlfriend. Okay, tell me you're still connected with her then. Uh, I guess in a way, what I was more or less uh, trying to find out, I was dating someone that uh, has been married and divorced a couple of times. Okay, you're fading a little. I don't know if you're moving away from the phone. No, I had, I've been going out with somebody that had been married and divorced uh, twice, and in their, I guess, marriages, they were abused. Okay. And we broke up for whatever reason. I uh, don't really know. I was actually, you know, engaged to this person, but in the meantime... Well, wait, how, what do you mean, you don't know why you broke up? We, she just said it was over, and that was pretty much about it. Were you stunned? Well, I was pretty much just asking why I've never known. Okay. You know, most women, when they're having a problem or want to go off on somebody for breaking up for some reason, don't hesitate at the opportunity to let you know, you know... Yeah, but that's awful. I mean, and I don't, please don't say that about all women because I've met a lot of women who don't do that. Uh, but it sounds like it's been your experience that women are not forthcoming with you about no, why I, they're leaving. Well, this was the only, you know, I'm just trying to understand yeah. this problem. But anyways, a couple of times I have tried, you know, just, you know, sending a friendly email. Yeah. Making, you know, how you doing and everything. And in return, I either get some kind of, you know, thread or I'm blocking your email. And, I mean, just to try to communicate with this person, I mean, if you don't want to hear from somebody, like I'm in business, 
I mean, I can block their email without right. telling them and giving them a tip as to what I'm doing and just block the email and never hear from again. And, it, you know, this woman seems to be so dramatic, and I was just wondering what causes, I mean, somebody to act that way. What are your thoughts on that? Per- personally, uh, from what I've been told by a bunch of friends and everything with, you know, the problems, I was just, you know, it varied from this person had problems back to their childhood to uh, I've been told that, you know, they're insane and pretty much everything, uh, you know, under the sun. But, I mean, you know, to me, I was just, you know, I mean, most there are several, you know, millions of people, I'm sure, that have broken up that remain friends, okay? Right, or at least it's a cordial breakup. But, I mean, even if you... You know, a, a sensible answer would be, well, thank you, I'm fine. You know, hope you are well. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, I've moved on down the road and everything. So I'd appreciate it, you know, if, if we didn't talk or anything anymore. But it's always some threatening, harassing, or not harassing, but some, you know, drama-type, drawn-out thing. And, you know, I was just possibly wondering if this woman gets defensive because of the fact that, you know, the light went on and she found out that she was wrong in handling and, you know, doing what she did and now she doesn't want to, you know, face up to the fact and, you know, speak with me about it or, you know, offer any type of apology. I mean, I just, you know, I, I just don't understand Okay, it's wh- why you have to tell somebody that, you know, you're blocking their email. I mean, just do it. Yeah, just do it, right. So the question is, why the drama? Why is it a come hither, and then the minute you come hither, because she's got the door open, you can email her, she says, what the heck are you doing? You're abusing me. Get away. You know, I'm going to block your email. So number one, one of one of the people suggested that it could be from past relationships. She was married and divorced twice, and and you said in abuse abused relationships. Well, that's what I and told. sometimes people just project onto their next partner, who may be a, a lovely human being. Yourself, they project onto them. Just you know, they react the way they anticipate from former relationships, and they may have built that relationship too. You know, I had kids come into therapy uh, years ago. I dealt with a, a large number of abused children, sexually and phys- physically abused, and they would walk into my office. I'm a very friendly looking person. I've got toys. I've got lots of fun stuff. And they would look at me and because I was a whole lot taller than them, whether they were two, three, or four, or five years old, they were used to tall people, adults, being abusive. And man, I fit in that category. I was a taller person. (laughs) And so they would initially, you know, hide in the corner or try to beat me up just walking in the door meeting for the first time. And you realize that they've made a generalization about all adults that adults are threatening, that they need to protect themselves or they need to hide from them. Very, very sad cases. In this case, it sounds like she was um, projecting onto you and looking at you as someone that you're not. You're a decent person and she was... Uh, projecting onto you a very different image. You were an abusive, intrusive person, and she'd have to block your email and uh, guard herself, and she's the victim, and you're the perpetrator of whatever. And it's very painful to be misunderstood like that, especially if you had had a relationship. How long was the relationship done? 
it was almost about a year, but I, I guess what I just don't understand, you know, and like I said, what, you know, maybe it's because I'm, you know, I've never been married and I've never been abused or anything like this. But like I said earlier, you know, to, to make threats or, you know, tell me that you're going to be blocking your email, I mean, are, are you trying to get me to respond to your threat of blocking? I mean, I just ignored the email. But, I mean, when I have a problem with somebody and don't want to talk to them, I don't bother sending them an email and say, listen, I'm going to block your email, right. so therefore you don't block. You just block so it she's and they try contacting you again, and you see right. my email's been blocked. Why don't you? And you need I- to see that it's not you. There are people who've been through abandonment in the past. They can be very unstable. They can have very intense um, problems in any close relationships. There may be identity issues. They don't know. They don't have self-esteem. They don't know who they are. They could be impulsive. Uh, they could be histrionic. So you have, you were with her for a year. What you want to do is not keep blaming yourself. You can certainly well, ask I'm yourself. Yeah, I know we're wrapping up. Listen, let me talk to you off the air. It's it's that you want some closure. Um, as long as you don't blame yourself and you may not get full understanding of her because you're no longer in that relationship. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness. Well, folks, this is the book you want to read, The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason by Edwin Locke and Dr. Ellen Kenner. Log on to Dr. Kenner's website. It's Dr. Kenner. K-E-N-N-E-R dot com. You can read the first chapter free. This is the book for your reading. It's important for those in a healthy relationship or maybe you're seeking loving, mature relationship. This is a perfect book. Maybe you're exploring a dating service. Learn how to avoid making bad romantic choices. Remember, romance doesn't just happen. This book brings you closer to the passion, love, excitement you desire in a romantic relationship, whether it's same sex or opposite sex. Dr. Kenner explains why your needs should be met. Now, maybe you're in a long-term relationship. Maybe you just got out of one. And some of the chapters, how about choosing the right partner? How many people listening? You're always picking the wrong partner. drkenner.com, doctor. drkenner.com.